0: welcome aboard whether you've got her by accident or on purpose, whether you're hijacked or here of your own free choices. Welcome to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations where we help people explode into their lives, where we help people create their lives rather than fry them. And friends, we're going to continue our conversation with Katie Dudas on her Continuing recovery from her cancer diagnosis. You discussed uh, lowering your ego before. And there's three things that we often suggest to people that they have control over. Number one is sleep. and That's number one with a bullet. Uh, Number two is exercise, which is often considered free medicine. And the last thing is nutrition. So I'm interested to know your sleep patterns during all this time, Katie
1: absolute mess (laughs) They're still a mess oh i wish i could i I wish i could say that they were better but um they're chaotic the the um thc drops um do help with um sleep i've done um oh gosh like lavender drops even like as far as like a smell to try to trigger to my brain it's time to go to bed (laughs) i've done uh oh gosh What's the um, chemo brain is real, by the way. Never. <laughs> that is, if I could have one big giant takeaway for folks is chemo brain is real and it doesn't just like disappear, which is sad because you really just wanted to go. Away.
0: How would you describe that, Katie?
1: It's it's the weirdest thought. Like it feels like there's an absolute disconnect in my brain where I feel like I'm here, and then the answer to what I'm trying to think of is over here, but there's no bridge between the two. Mm. Like I know, I know this information it's somewhere in my head, but it's not quite, I can't like there's word. I forget words. I'm not, I not so great with names. I, I, that's something I really forgive myself for now. I will describe things in dramatic fashion or forget this like little teeny word. Ah. It's, it's it's very wild and and like it's just, it's a weird fog too where where it's um mine is not de- it's definitely much better than when I was actually physically going through chemo because I would have days where it was just like buffering you know or like the little spinning beach ball
0: mm, okay <laughs>
1: like
0: okay how about your dreams Katie were you dreaming during this I know a lot of people uh, during uh, tumultuous times in their life often uh, dream. About trying to find resolution.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I've I've had some incredibly weird dreams along the way, and you know sometimes it would directly be something that I was thinking about, like if I was waiting to hear about results from a scan, or if I was getting ready to start a treatment regimen. It was like, okay, let's go through these in our head. You know, what's this going to be like? You know, my own mental imagination. And then sometimes things were just like, oh my gosh, I just processed this thing that happened to me you know, a year ago, like I'll have dreams now where you could tell that my subconscious is just finally processing something I dealt with a year ago. And it's just so wild. To like, oh, okay, cool. And then I couldn't feel better about it the next day.
0: So how comfort how comforting was that to be able to share in the, in the cancer groups when you're saying, Hey, I'm really experiencing this. And these other people would say, yes, that's normal
1: it's such a load off. Like I, I, I have. there's been so many moments where I can physically feel myself get lighter and my chest get like, Oh, I can breathe. Like you just, for, I, I can't tell you how many moments where I would be like, Oh, I can breathe again. Cause you just don't realize that you're just like taking these little teeny shallow breaths because you're just so tense. And, but like having people to like, this am I, am I, you know, like on top of everything else, am I like is this something I should be concerned? Because like I said, it's like you've already had worst case scenario. Like you've lost that luxury of being like, I'm sure it's nothing because you've already lost that when you got the cancer diagnosis. And when Dr. Google was actually right, <laughs> and you did have <laughs> cancer. You're like, all right, one for you, Dr. Google. <laughs> but it's, but you lose that ability to just tell yourself it's probably nothing because it's not ever just nothing anymore.
0: Yes. So how about the exercise, Katie? Are you able to incorporate any movement in your life now?
1: I am. um, I have, uh, I did, I actually ended up injuring my knee in this after, I think I was probably a little bit more gung ho ho than I should have been. Uh Because uh, when, when you come out of, when you come out of this, they, your body is not your body from before your mind nothing that it, it's like you're a whole different human it's just which is totally wild and it sounds like okay sure whatever but you have it, you're a totally different human coming the other side and i i'm a, i have an athletic build i've been athletic my whole life and i was like all right we're gonna go back into these let's take some strenuous walks and i ended up i think i at some point tore my meniscus ah. i know i tore it but I, I think i did it after just like oh i can handle this this walk, I'll be fine. And um, so that kind of took the wind out of my sails a little bit because I had to lessen what I was doing um a little bit. Like it wasn't like I was being super like, oh, I'm gonna run 10 miles because I've never run 10 miles <laughs> on purpose at least. <laughs> but it was yeah, like I I do um I don't know if you're familiar with Leslie Sansone. No she did a lot of, <laughs> she did a lot of walking. Uh, VHS tapes. Like I remember her from when I was younger and my mom had VHS tapes of her and she still has a a line and I found her on YouTube and she's got a a whole group of folks she works with now and they do walking and it's like, all these walking DVDs are great. Like if I can't get outside because the weather is cruddy like it is now. And and, um, it's it's great and some of them have, um, folks of all ages and experience are in these walking videos on youtube and it's so great to just see everybody having fun and like all right if you're at this level that's fine if you want to take it up you can do this and like i it's i think again it's one of those like expectations of like All right, you you rang the bell. Get back out there. Go do your thing that you were doing before and it's not. (laughs) You don't dive just back into it.
0: Okay, so you were talking about doing things to tolerance. Tell us about nutrition and tell us what you've learned and tell us how you've incorporated that in your life, Katie.
1: Um, I from the the things we've done in the conversations with my group, um, we've talked about, you know, substituting things you could substitute for meat if you're used. eating certain meat products like what you could substitute in um that you shouldn't be eating you know bacon is not ideal but i still eat bacon (laughs) (laughs) Like again like i said i very much i I should be better about it but i also kind of like yeah i like bacon every so often but um i do try to eat healthier when i i can um because i think it is important and i do i i've incorporated water apps where I drink water because it's important to drink more water. And I, I know I hated drinking water after chemo (laughs) because you, you had to drink so much water and it's like, Oh, more water. Thanks. Great. This is awesome. But I finally got back into it again where I'm like, okay, I can drink water. It's not.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, you have a remarkable attitude. Uh, so, uh, actually Mike Sorg, the co-host producer of this program and my good friend he showed me the uh video where you uh were presented uh the jersey by the pittsburgh penguins oh that
1: was wild that was that was such a wild and unexpected day um each year um the nhl and and the penguins and all the nhl teams will do what's called hockey fights cancer and it's a month they all wear purple um they'll do it for a game for each team. We'll do each, each NHL team will do a home game where they'll do their hockey fights, cancer, where they'll raise money and, um, they'll do different events throughout the, the month, but, uh, it's kind of spread out over different kinds of types of cancers. Um, and, so the purple is the color of the NHL, Hockey Fights Cancer. And they asked me, my coworkers who work at the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation, was like, hey, we still want to do something for Hockey Fights Cancer. Do you mind coming down and we're going to have you ring the bell in the locker room? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I love it. And they're like, your mom can come. And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely bringing my mom. She's a huge, huge Penguins fan. And she, I didn't tell her what we were doing. I just told her that my friends at the foundation were like, invited us down. Let's go down. And she's like, okay, so they're, they're doing something. And I was like, yeah. And I didn't want to tell her what, because I wanted to surprise her. And then I got down there and then my oncologist, Dr. Paula was down there and I was like, Hey, what's you doing? And <laughs> so they walk us to the locker room. My mom, uh, my oncologist and myself, Well, I walk into the locker room and I'm like, Oh, Hey, it's Penn's TV. It's my coworkers. And I happened to turn around and I see a Jersey with my last name on it mm. and I cried. I mean, like, every time, I, mean, I tear up every single time I think about it because I don't, I, I it was something completely unexpected. And um, I, I would never in a million years have thought that would ever have been a, a thing, a case, and, like, and then the interview, and then they had the video. And, oh, my gosh. And it was, like, just, just to have someone, like, an organization like the Penguins recognize you and was just I don't know like I've had so many moments of like I never expected I didn't realize the impact I had made in and and to people that I've interacted with in my life until I went through this and until like they became my cheerleaders across the board you know there for me um, you know friends family organization you know
0: <laughs> How did you feel when uh Sidney Crosby gave that video talk to you? <laughs>
1: I, was, I was just like, uh, no, no no I was just it was just like no way, no, no stinking way and um it's really funny because if, when you watch the videos I, I i definitely i cleaned up my language because i, was, I at least my brain had the forethought to like. Oh my gosh! Because to not say like what I was really thinking because it was just like holy, you know whatever expletive you want to put in there because I wasn't expecting any of that.
0: So but. sometimes, Katie, we talk about paradoxical gratitude, and that's seeing a silver lining in a dark cloud. Uh, so, if we want to talk about paradoxical gratitude at this point in your recovery, what would that be?
1: Um, ooh, I think. Oh gosh! I think for right like at, at this particular moment i I think that I, I'm feeling, oh gosh, it's really weird. like I'm trying to figure that out like what's 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 the big thing for me right now is just like trying to find one thing that I'm thankful for for each day because this has been such a challenge like going through like zero out of 10 would not recommend getting cancer during a pandemic um because like it's been super hard to just survive this whole thing and it's still super hard to to just I, i mean like i don't it's really hard to talk about stuff where when you it's hard to say that i was having a hard time because people i think sometimes jump on you and then you get real defensive like, Oh, do you need to talk to somebody? <laughs> and it's, and, 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 I think, I think it's better to admit that, um, like there's days that you just, you don't want to do it anymore. So Katie, like, what,
0: what? what did you find out about yourself?
1: Oh gosh. Um, you do, the cliche is true. You do figure out that you're stronger than you realize. Um, and I think I, 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 the thing I realized about me was a, a lot of experiences and things I have dealt with that I dismissed as just like a part of your normal life um, skills that I definitely needed <laughs> going through this process that I was like, oh, okay, that's why I went through this. So this day I could do this. That's why I had this experience, you know, 10 years ago, because I could face it with this.
0: Okay, Katie. So let's play a couple scenarios here. Uh, an individual contacts you and says, "Katie, I just found out that a f- close friend of mine uh, has a cancer diagnosis. Well, how how do I how do I deal with them when they tell? How do I deal with them? What's the best way for me to deal with and approach them?"
1: I think, um, Lisa, would, and this is—I've had this scenario happen, and and I'm grateful for it. Um, I think I, I try to give them what I think t- they can do to best support their significant, their um, the, uh, person in their life, their friend, their family member. Um, and it might be, this is what, this is how they might feel. Don't be alarmed. Or if there's a way that you can pamper your friend, like or family member and give them something that they will find special. Do that? Like it's it sounds like it's it's weird because you're not gonna you're gonna wanna have the answers and you're not gonna have them, and that's okay. And that's that's not what your friend is looking for. They're you're they're looking for um support and you know, just something special to help them kind of go into their journey.
0: Okay. So another scenario is an individual finds out that they have a cancer diagnosis and they say, Oh no, oh no! What now? What would you say to them?
1: (laughs) um, I, I, that's the one I I go. All right, this is going to be a pain in the butt, and this is all the things you're going to have to go through to get to this point. And not that I, you know, I paraphrase everything, and they're like, "Are you serious?" (laughs) Because I, like I said, I I don't think a lot of people realize the process that's involved, and it actually, I think it, it it has helped friends that have done, you know, that have talked to me. Uh, when I've been able to be like, okay, just give you a heads up. It's not an open and shut thing. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, you have cancer. Here's what we're going to do. And you're going to be better. It's, it's a process. So just prepare yourself. And, uh, another big thing is I'm like, get a notebook, get a pen, take it everywhere. Every time you have an appointment, cause you are not going to remember a single thing when you get into that car, <laughs> when uh, you leave.
0: Okay. So to get it, to get in a mind of knowledge. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to put a link up, uh, to especially the penguins video. So if a person has suspects that they may have this issue, what do they do next, Katie?
1: Um, I think if if you suspect and if, if you have to like, you know, like talk to look at, you know, look for information online or talk to somebody, do it. And then, if that's what pushes you over the edge to get checked out, um, you're better off just getting it checked off. I, I wish I wish I would have gone earlier when I first noticed a lump. Versus like, yeah, maybe, maybe could be, might be, and I might it might not have progressed to my lymph node if I would have gone. I mean, it's you, you don't know this information, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's you're better off going. Okay, it wasn't something. Versus like, oh man, we're too far along now. To really nip this in the bud quickly, um, but I yeah I would suggest that if it's possible to get tests, and, you know, depending on your insurance, there there that's I think that's another thing is is, is look for resources um, to help with financing, and um, there's a lot of good groups as far as um, different cancer groups that are will, will be can help you if you're in the situation where you can't afford it. Um, thankfully. Um, because I think that's, a, the cost of all of this is, is something that's very overwhelming for people. And especially when you don't have insurance.
0: Well, Katie, do you happen to have a website? I know very well that you're a social media maven as you were in on the real ground floor a number of years ago when we started this fishing without bait experiment.
1: You would think I would, but I don't. Uh, No, that's actually something um, I'm in the process of putting together because there are a lot of videos and photos and things that I have not uh, shared on social media and like essentially like journal entries because I I didn't expect my experience to have the impact that it did on others. And now that I'm realizing that's, It it is, it is having a, I think it's a positive impact. I mean, it's not like the greatest thing to talk about ever, but it's, it's offering comfort to some folks. And, um, I, I'm realizing that I need to put it together. And so, yeah, it's going to be a thing in the future. It's not quite there yet, but, and, um, honestly, like these posts now that I'm talking about it now is definitely helping me process things that I'm realizing that I didn't process a year ago.
0: Well, Katie, you have a, you have a powerful message to carry to others, a powerful message to carry. And we hope that you continue. And knowing the type of person you are, I am certain that that's going to continue. You're going to continue to touch and reach others' lives. And I am guessing that there's many people that uh, hopefully are going to view or listen to this podcast and say, you know what, I'm going. Here's what I'm taking away from this podcast: hope combined with action and effort.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think, and in, in as silly as it sounds, I, I I made my cancer journey what I wanted it to be. I am a silly human. You You know me. I am silly. I am goofy. I will try to make things fun. And I did. I tried to find the little silly things throughout this whole process. I wore special leggings for radiation. I wore fun socks. Like any little thing that I could try to be like all right, we're
0: going to, we're going to try to have fun with this. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. So Katie, you're always welcome back on this show. And I'm looking forward to the time when you and I can actually be breathing the same air, uh, yeah. which would be very, very nice. So we're going to get you out a nice parting gift for you. Um, uh, I can certainly get that out to you. And, uh, Katie, you, do you have any, do you have any parting thoughts that you'd like to share?
1: Uh, I think my parting thought would be, be gentle with yourself. You are way cooler and tougher than you ever knew. And I think you should not forget that.
0: Katie, at the end of every podcast, we offer a free prescription. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Forgive yourself and forgive another. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait,